This is the Adventist World Radio, and you are listening to the Voice of Hope. For more information, please feel free to write to us. Our email address is Bible at awr dot org, or you could also call us on WhatsApp at plus one two two four two 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 zero seven seven seven. From the studio of Adventist World Radio, Pune. A very warm welcome to you. This is our international English service. In our program today, we bring you an inspiring message and songs of praise. You will hear God's word to strengthen you spiritually. You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the Voice of Hope. Lord, you know that I've been foolish. I've been blind. I've let my doubts and my confusions cloud my mind. I have walked in my own wisdom. I've been wrong. Take my hand and lead me back where I belong. I clung to, Lord, I come. Though in your eyes I know I'm nothing, yet I come. With your hand that once was nail-scarred just for me, touch me now and make me all that I should be. Our programs, you are welcome to write to us on this postal address, Adventist Media Center, Post Box One Four Four Six, 
मार्केट यार्ड पुणे महाराष्ट्र इंडिया यू कैन ऑल्सो लॉग इन टू आर वेबसाइट टू हियर ऑल आर प्रोग्राम विच इज डब्ल्यू 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 डॉट ए डब्ल्यू आर डॉट ओ आर जी बिफोर वी हियर गॉड्स वर्ड हियर्स अ मेलोडियस सॉन्ग It matters not where you have been It matters not what you have done There is cleansing from every sin in the blood of God's own Adventist Media Center Pune We have Helen Jacob presenting God's word Our speaker for today is the director of Adventist Media Center Pastor Vara Prasad Jacob Please go ahead pastor Before we begin our message for today shall we all reverently bow our heads for prayer wherever you are Our most kind and gracious heavenly father thank you for being with us from day to day and thank you for this very special day because we believe every day is special we pray that you would be with us as we touch some sensitive topics that you will enlighten us and guide our thinking through those scriptures in jesus name we pray amen our topic this morning is when a person dies 
what then? It's a question. Discovery Guide 24 We cringe when a child first asks, what does it mean to die? We shrink from talking about or even thinking about someone we love dying. Death is a common enemy of people everywhere. What are the answers to the hard questions about death? Is there life after death? Will we see our dead loved ones again? Facing life or facing death unafraid. All of us at certain moments, perhaps right after the passing of a friend or loved one, have felt that emptiness in the pit of our stomachs. That lonely feeling that sweeps our, li our lives as we catch a glimpse of the end of life. In a matter so important, so packed with emotion, where can we learn the truth about what happens when we die? Fortunately, part of Christ's mission on earth was to free those who all their lives were held in slavery by the fear of death. And in the Bible, Jesus presents comforting passages or messages and answers clearly all our questions about death and a future life. How God made us. To understand from the Bible the real truth about death, let's start at the beginning and see how our Creator made us. The Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living being. Found in Genesis 2.7 At creation, God fashioned Adam from the dust of the ground. He had a brain in his head ready to think, blood in his veins ready to flow. Then God breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Adam became a living being. Note carefully, the Bible does not say Adam received a soul. Rather, it says that man became a living soul. As God breathed into Adam, life began to flow from God. The combination of the body and the breath of life made Adam a living being, a living soul. So we might write the human equation like this. Dust of ground plus breath of life is equal to a living soul. A lifeless body plus breath from God is equal to a living being. Each of us has a body and a reasoning mind. As long as we continue to breathe, we will be living being, a living soul. What happens when a person dies? At death, the reverse of the creative process described in Genesis 2-7 takes place. And the dust returns to the ground it came from. And the spirit, as the breath of life, returns to God who gave it. You can find this in Ecclesiastes 12.7. The Bible often uses the Hebrew word for breath and spirit interchangeably. When people die, their body becomes dust and the spirit, as the breath of life, returns to God its source. But what happens to the soul? As surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, every living soul belongs to me. The soul who sins the soul is the one who will die. Ezekiel 18, 3 and 4 The soul dies. It is not now immortal. It can perish. The equation derived from Genesis 2, 7 when God made us reverses itself at death. Dust of earth 
minus breath of life equals a dead soul. Lifeless body minus breath from God equals a dead being. Death is a cessation of life. The body disintegrates to dust and the breath or spirit goes back to God. We are a living soul in life, but in death only a corpse, a dead soul, dead being, so the dead are not conscious. When God takes back the breath of life he gave to us, our soul dies. As we, we will see later in this message, with Christ there is hope. How much does a dead person know? After death the brain disintegrates. It can't know or remember anything. All human emotion sees at death. Ecclesiastes 9.6 says their love, their hate and their jealousy have long since vanished. The dead are not conscious, so they are not aware of anything that takes place. They have absolutely no contact with the living. In Ecclesiastes 9.5 it says, For the living know that they will die, the dead know nothing. Death is like a dreamless sleep. In fact, the Bible calls death a sleep 54 times. Jesus taught that death is like a sleep. He said to his disciples, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. I am going there to wake him up. His disciples replied, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get better. Jesus had been speaking of his death. His disciples thought he meant natural sleep. So then he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. Lazarus was dead for four days before Jesus arrived. But when Jesus went to his tomb, he proved that it is as easy for God to raise the dead as for us to awaken a sleeping companion. It's a great comfort to know that our deceased loved ones are asleep, resting peacefully in Jesus. The tunnel of death which we ourselves may someday pass through is like quiet, peaceful sleep. Does God forget those who sleep in death? The sleep of death is not the end of the story. The tomb, Jesus said to Martha, Lazarus' sister, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. Those who die in Christ sleep in the grave, but they still have a bright future. The one who counts every hair on our heads and holds us in the palm of his hand will not forget us. We may die and return to the dust, but the record of our individuality remains clear in the mind of God. And when Jesus comes, he will awaken the righteous dead from their sleep, just like he did Lazarus. We do not want you to be ignorant about those who fall asleep or to grieve like the rest of men who have no hope. The Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel and the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will, shall rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage each other with these words. This text is found in 1 Thessalonians 4.13 and 16-18. to 18. 
On resurrection day, the tunnel of death will seem like a brief rest. The dead are not aware of time passing. Those who have accepted Christ as their Savior will be awakened from sleep by his wonderful voice coming down to earth. The hope of resurrection has a companion, the hope of a heavenly home where God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. Those who love God don't have to fear death. Beyond it lies an eternity of a fulfilling life with God. Jesus holds the keys of death. Without Christ, death would be a one-way street ending in oblivion. But with Christ, there's a bright, radiant hope. Are we immortal now? When God created Adam and Eve, they were created mortal, that is subject to death. Had they remained obedient to God's will, they would never have died. But when they sinned, they gave up the right to life. By disobedience, they became subject to death. Their sin infected the entire human race. And since all have sinned, we are all mortal subject to death. And there is not even a hint in the Bible that a human soul can exist as a conscious entity after death. The Bible never once describes the soul as now being immortal, that is, not subject to death. The Hebrew and Greek words for soul, spirit, and breath occur in the Bible 1,700 times. But not once in the human soul, spirit, or breath refer to as immortal. At the present time, God alone possesses immortality. God alone is immortal. 1 Timothy 6.15 Scriptures make it clear that people in this life are mortal, subject to death. But when Jesus returns, our nature will undergo a radical change. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we all will be changed in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound. The dead will be raised, imperishable, and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality. 1 Corinthians 15.51-53 As human beings, we are not now immortal. But the Christian's assurance is that we become immortal when Jesus comes again a second time. The certainty of the promise of immortality was demonstrated when Jesus burst open his tomb and destroyed death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. 2 Timothy 1.10 God's perspective on human destiny is clear. Eternal death for those who reject Christ and cling to their sins or immortality as a gift when Jesus comes for those who have accepted him as Lord and Savior. Facing the death of a loved one The fears that we naturally struggle with in the face of death become especially acute when a loved one dies. The loneliness and sense of loss can be overwhelming. The only solution to the anguish caused by separation from a loved one is the comfort that only Christ gives. Remember that your loved one is asleep and your loved ones who rest in Jesus will rise in the resurrection of life when Jesus comes.
God is planning some wonderful reunions. Children will be returned to their ecstatic parents. Husbands and wives will melt into each other's arms. Life's cruel separation will be over. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Some feel the separation from a loved one so keenly that they try to make contact with their dead loved ones through a spiritualist medium or a new age channeler. But the Bible specifically warns us against trying to ease the pain of death in this way. When, when men tell you to consult mediums and spirits, whisper and mutter, should not a people inquire of their God? Why consult the dead on behalf of the living? Isaiah 8.19 Indeed, why? The Bible clearly reveals that the dead are not conscious. The real solution to the anguish caused by separation from a loved one is a comfort that only Christ gives. Spending time communicating with Christ is the healthiest way to grow through the grieving process. Remember always, the next conscious impression that comes to those who sleep in Christ will be the sounds of second coming of Christ to awaken the dead. Facing death unafraid. Death robs us of almost everything. But the one thing it can't from us is Christ, and Christ can put everything back together again. Death will not always reign in this world. The devil, the wicked, the death, and the grave will perish in the lake of fire, which is the second death. Here are four simple suggestions for facing death unafraid. Number one, live a life of hopeful trust in Christ, and you will be prepared for death at any moment. Number two, through the power of the Holy Spirit, be obedient to Christ's commandments, and you will be prepared for a second life in which you will never die. Number three, Think of death as a short sleep from which Jesus will awaken you when he comes a second time. Number four, cherish the assurance Jesus gives us of a heavenly home with him for all eternity. Bible truth releases a person from the fear of death because it reveals Jesus, the one whom even death could not conquer. When Jesus comes into our lives, he floods our hearts with peace. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. John 14, 27 Jesus also makes it possible for us to cope with the tragedy of losing a loved one. Jesus walked through the valley of the shadow of death. He knows about the dark nights we go through. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by the fear of death. Hebrews 2, 14 and 15. Dr. James Simpson, the great physician who developed anesthesia, experienced a terrible loss when his eldest child died. He grieved deeply as any parent would, but then he found his way to hope. On his beloved child's grave, he erected a marker, and on it he carved these words, spoke concerning his resurrection. Nevertheless, I live. That says it all. Personal tragedy may seem to blot out the sky sometimes, 
Nevertheless, Jesus lives. Her hearts may be breaking. Nevertheless, Jesus lives. In Christ, we have hope of life after death. He is the resurrection and the life. And he promises, because I live, you also will live. Christ is our only hope of life after death. And when Christ comes again, he gives us immortality. He will never again live under the shadow of death, for we have eternal life. Have you discovered this great hope that we can cherish in our darkest moments? If you have ever accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, will you do it just now? Yes, believers and friends, we all can live for eternity. We don't need to be afraid of death because Christ has conquered death and set us free. I hope this message will encourage each one of us that because of Christ, we can live for eternity. Let us live that kind of life that Christ wants us to live. God bless each one of you. Before we leave, shall we pray? Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for teaching us and showing us that even when a person dies, but dies in you, in your son, his blood will cleanse him. And when you come the second time, those who are dead will rise up to live with you for eternity and will have immortal bodies. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the supreme sacrifice of your son, Jesus Christ, who came, died, resurrected, and ascended to heaven and coming back to take us home We're waiting for that day to return home to heaven in jesus name we pray amen with this we have almost come to the end of our broadcast to know more on god's word you are always welcome to write to us adventist media center post box 1446 market yard pune 411037 Maharashtra, India. And you can email us at helenrichesvi at gmail.com. H E L E N R I C H E S V at gmail.com You can contact us with your prayer requests and your interest for Bible study at these numbers. Center of Digital Evangelism CDE 000-800-040-040-1704 Or you can message us directly at plus one seven four seven Two eight two two eight eight zero. Our WhatsApp number is plus nine one nine zero 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 eight nine zero nine three. And you can email us at Helen Riches V at Gmail dot com. H E L E N 
R I C H E S V at gmail dot com. We invite you to visit us on our website, www dot a w r dot o r g. This is David, and I am Madhuri. Signing off at A W R. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Till then, we wish you goodbye, goodbye and, and God, God bless. bless. This is the Adventist World Radio, and you are listening to the Voice of Hope. For more information, please feel free to write to us. Our email address is Bible at A W R. dot org, or you could also call us on WhatsApp at plus one two two four two 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 zero seven seven seven.